Oh my god, Victoria. We're finally back. Oh my god. Oh my god. Another season of Harry Potter Minute. When we're talking about Chamber of Secrets. And there's so much to talk about. I'm so excited for this. Really though, we do have a lot we, we do have a lot of things to talk about. I am excited to talk about stuff like Gilderoy Lockhart. No, I know we're gonna talk about Gilderoy Lockhart a lot. A lot. There's so much because he's a the lot. five is it the the five time winner of Witches Weekly's most charming smile. Most charming smile. Most charming smile. He's probably not qualified for his position. Probably Probably? Not. Nah, I don't uh, think so. Something fishy about that guy. <laughs> Something fishy. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, oh my god, we get to go to the burrow for the first time? That's fun. That is I fun. I love the burrow. Me too. I think the burrow feels so cozy. They're the most, like, kind of traditional family. We get, to be Dobby. we get new characters. We get Dobby this year. We did get a few new characters. Well, more new and then elaborated on characters. Because I gotcha. believe... I believe Ginny will now show up in the picture. Yeah, Ginny has a bigger role to play. We only saw her briefly in the first one. More Ginny. And the introduction of Dobby, and of course the introduction of Gilderoy Lockhart, which we already <gasps> mentioned. Literally the week after the introduction of Gilderoy Lockhart is the introduction of Lucius Malfoy. Right? Oh, he's a he's a character. He is a character. He's, he's extra. So extra. Uh, after the burrow, we get to see the Harry and Ron steal a flying car. And don't we all just want to wanna fly a flying car? I would love to fly. I would be really scared to fly a flying car, actually. That poor car. I mean, it, you know, they run it right into a tree. Yes, we get to meet the Whomping Willow. If Not you wanna, just any tree. Not just any tree. Yeah. If you want to see meat, I mean, it's, I guess that's going to be on a... Is it, it's, it is sentient. Oh my god, is it sentient? Well, well, save it. <laughs> that's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. This is a big one, you guys. We're, we're going to open the Chamber of Secrets. Find us at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 86, quite possibly the greatest Ice Cube Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Thercutch. And I'm Dave Palace. And apparently life ain't nothing but bitches and money. You know, every time I hear that line, I want to keep going, but you can't say the rest of that. Oh, you absolutely cannot? <laughs> no, you cannot. Because <laughs> he's the type of... That's as far as I can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I don't think they have a, that on the uh, the, <laughs> they the diner playlist. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, this minute starts with horse jokes and ends with Barbra Streisand, as most things do. <laughs> it's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure Barbra Streisand and her billion dollars is upset about you. <laughs> yeah, like she cares. I think she looks like a horse yeah. or not. <laughs> uh, I do realize at least three or four things said in this minute I have said many times in my life. Including his first line of, why the long face horse? <laughs> I don't know if I got it from this movie, but I've certainly said it to a lot of people. God, it's such a dumb line. <laughs> it is super dumb. <laughs> but it's almost like you're trying to kind of get a reaction out of them. Because they probably are a little pissy. And you're trying to see if you can either A, make it worse, or B, yeah. maybe get them to laugh at it. Get a little smirk out of it. Yeah. Bank you on the rag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's nice. There, there's nothing women like more than you to use the term, are you on the rag? Yeah, but he's What's... talking about Banky. He says Banky on the rag. <laughs> yes, Chris, I got it. Well, what's <laughs> that? And then what's with the, uh, the, the hand thing? Are they just like... 
I'm still I'm not, I'm missing the hand joke that they're doing. Oh, the bend of the hand. Oh, the bend of the hand. Yeah, they're talking about uh, spanking it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. they they're basically saying you don't need a girl. You've always got the bend of the hand. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Now I get it. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's an old uh, uh, Bill Burr thing talking about. He said he never understood guys who get upset because their their wives cut them off from sex. And he's like, "What are you talking about? I never tell me no." <laughs> he's like oh what you're not gonna have sex with me hey i know someone who will <laughs> and guess what he's in this house too <laughs> what does he say kick the fucking bitch to the curb girls get to be too much anyway yeah <laughs> well see that's that, that yeah that, that that brings it back to our idea that like yeah jay's getting with ladies but like they're oh it's incredibly short-lived yeah, like it's barely a weekend, and then yeah, by by like the next week, she's already getting restraining orders against him. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> so he must hot, have multiple active restraining orders. It's like, hot, a fr- it's like a hot Friday he has with her. Like a Saturday, it's like a little iffy because they start getting argumental, and then like Sunday, it's like a full blown argument in the street. And then yeah, the next week, like she doesn't want to like know him, and then, and then they're back to watching late night TV. <laughs> now he does start discussing with them his girl problems. Uh, what kind of advice, or is he hoping to get out of these two? Well, he says, thanks, just what I need, advice from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're sitting there, you got nothing else to talk about. They got the money. So, I mean, they, and well, Jay's, I mean, Jay's prying into it, too. Jay keeps asking him questions. Well, he's already not taking... So it's like, we have to at least wait for them to have their bagels. Yeah, he's right. already not taking advice from everybody else in the movie. He might as well not take advice from these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got good advice from Hooper X. You know, and yeah. two hours ago, so that's the first one he didn't take. Yeah, he t- there was a lot of advice he could have taken in this movie and failed to, and that's why he's a sad sax sitting at the diner right now. Right. There's so much just smoking in this scene, even more it feels like, that I just, I worry that, like, there's ash in, like, the glasses of water. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's been so much smoking in this movie. Uh, we found a minute last week that didn't have smoking in, and I was surprised. Even when they weren't smoking on screen, people were blowing smoke from other sides of the screen for no reason whatsoever. It is fu- It is funny to, like, see how, how odd it looks. And it just looks odd now. Like, you're like, but wait a second, a diner? You can't smoke in a diner anymore. Could you imagine not- if you just started smoking in a diner today? People would just start coughing all around you. And oh my god! Oh, It'd be like you'd be like you took a gun out in there. Yeah, like, what yeah, are you really doing, would. sir? <laughs> well, that's not, it's not even the people. It's not even like a character smokes and that character's in every scene. No, fucking every character smokes. Everybody yeah. smokes in this movie. I mean, like it's it, it definitely it's, it's the Kevin Smith pulling from like all of us, you know, New Jersey angsty teenager and twenty year olds. We're all gonna smoke and and and. and philosophize about things yeah yeah every once in a while he really lets his kevin flow in this movie and you can catch it in certain lines where you're like the character says it and you're like that is such a kevin line (laughs) like or sometimes it's even like that's an emo kev line like it's oh speaking of which did you chris have you listened to the latest smodcast no i haven't are you back Uh, emo kev uh, back uh, he, he found another one of his uh, things that he wrote when he was like 19. Oh, I got to go back. And it's called the, oh God, what's it called? The Shadow Diaries or some shit. It's, oh, no. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, I didn't make up that name. He's like, that name is on it. <laughs> I, I love that nothing's sacred to him. Like he will just, you, he will read his shit from, you know, 20 years ago, no matter how embarrassing it is. Well, he, he started reading it. He got about two sentences in and Scott Moser's fucking dying laughing. He's like, I'm sorry. I was trying not to laugh until he got through the whole thing. <laughs> 
but yeah, if you uh, if you're listening to this, definitely go seek out if they still have the emo Kev ones up. Yeah, yeah. Or anytime great. he reads any of his old stuff when he was in school. I'm very curious. <laughs> what what does his daughter say about like these films? Like, does she, does she does she say like, oh, dad, you're so like pretentious during these times or something? Like, I'm very curious. If uh, she, she talks said, about, I don't know how much she talks about his films though. Mostly just about him being like, yeah, whatever. Like, she seems to yeah. just be like, they're like friends. It seems like not like. Right, they send text messages full of curse words and shit to each other. Yeah, that checks out. Well, I'm I'm guessing uh, if you were to put percentages of how much who raised her, he's at like ten percent, maybe. I'm positive of that because he's not even home at the time. Yeah, mm. and when he is home, he hides in his room and just watches his hundred inch TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> at the foot of his bed. He sits yeah. right at the foot of his bed, and it's a hundred inch TV. <laughs> God, <laughs> you can't even see the whole thing at that point. <laughs> yeah. My neck hurts from looking left to right. Yeah. At least put it on the ceiling so you can lay flat, I guess. But I watched Braveheart and I only saw the Scottish people because I couldn't see the whole other side of the screen. Ben Affleck's even ashy onto his pants. Like, <laughs> what is Jay doing? Rolling a blunt? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think they rolled blunts in the nineties. Oh, what do you think they invented blunts five years ago? I thought it was like two thousands. <laughs> Listen, there's not nothing ever got invented. It looks no, you're like, it looks like he's rolling a blunt, but actually, it looks like he's it looks like he's like. Deconstructing a cigar to re yeah that's to, to bloodify it that's what we, I remember them doing that I never liked the, the taste of cigar so I never got into it but they used to they would they, they would buy a full cigar and and strip it and then re roll a joint with the cigar paper okay yeah that, yeah so that makes sense he's, that's what he's he's doing it at yeah. this time. Now you just buy blunt wrappers at friggin' Wawa, but yeah, like here you go, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why even why even fuck around with what this is? <laughs> yeah. So here's the real question: You see Jay sitting there; he's got stuff in his pocket. What is in his pocket? Yeah, isn't that the the, the salad that he just tossed to him? What are uh, you talking about? Isn't that the money that um, Holden just gave him? In the I don't think so. I think yeah. you're wrong. He tossed something the salad. Remember? Like, I, I, yeah. As, as, as when they ask you that, I, I assume that's what it was. I, that, that like this is the you know whatever the their little. Now you're gonna go back and check it, you prick. Yeah, I think it's the um, the payout, the money you gave him for likeness rights that you didn't show up for last week. But, <laughs> I, I, honestly, it, it's funny that you know he. he uh, you're wrong, by the way, too, because I knew what it was, and then you got me second guessing myself. <laughs> okay, well then, what is it? <laughs> it's the train tickets to Illinois. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! Am I wrong? Am I gonna make? Am I gonna drop oh, this knowledge right, and end well, up looking like an asshole?" All right, well, remind me. Walk it back to me. Why are they going on a train to Illinois? That's where they're at in Dogma. Oh, so he's already trying to set up the that joke. So that in, I believe it's the commentary where he says it. That's supposed to be the train tickets they've already bought to go to Illinois because they heard that there's or they want to go to Shermer High. They want to go to Shermer, Illinois, because of the John Hughes movies. <laughs> okay. But again, the reason why like I can stand that type of joke, like that's an obvious like, you know, uh, as an Easter egg type thing. But whether you know it, it doesn't matter. If you do know it, it's just like a hey, it's a whatever thing. I don't like movies now where they put shit in there and you're like, well, what's going on there? Like, oh, well, you have to read this comic book about it. Yeah. You know, I fuck, I fucking don't have to read it because <laughs> if it's not in the movie, that shit don't exist. Star Wars is fucking notorious for this. Uh, well, well, it's it's the new trilogy that really r- rips my new one because it's like the, the the original trilogy and the prequels when you had the expanded universe. It was like I think it was like a Dijon sauce. Like you don't need it on it, but it's like a nice sauce to have. Like oh, and that guy, yeah, so there's a little story behind him. Oh, okay, we don't have to worry about that. But the new movies is like, wait, what is going on here? Like oh, well, you have to read the the new Kylo Ren comics and the new 
Poe comics, and then they didn't know how to end it because this whole director nonsense happened. And so, like, it sounds like as like every week, like the tw- the official Star Wars Twitter was like, "Did you know that?" And like, even Elijah Wood was like, "No." I didn't know that, <laughs> and I watched your films. Yeah, I didn't know it because you didn't tell me. You didn't because tell it's me. not in the movie. I don't know about the the all the, <laughs> the final order nonsense. Like I watched Jaws. I don't have to go watch. A, I don't have to go read a fucking three issue comic before it to know what the hell's going on. No. Yeah. The the reason why the books and stuff were successful before because it was just stuff that happened before or after or even during, but it had no relevance. You didn't need to read any of that shit to know what was going on. Yeah. And, and even stuff that, like, I, I know, like, I know Rick's brought it up with, with Mad Max, how, like, in Fury Road, there's, like, this little girl that, like, keeps haunting Max. And we don't know who she is. And I think there's a comic book or, or two that talks about this little girl that, like, something happened and, like, Max was trying to help her and, and she died. And this has happened right before he met Furiosa. But in, when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, okay, there's just someone's haunting Max and he's crazy. He's Mad Max. And, but it's not important right now because right now they got to drive the war rig. You know, it was just like they have little things, but the story holds together. And you go, okay, like, I, I'm okay with like learning more, but like nothing is demanded. It's not like I'm sitting there. That's that was the thing I was talking with John with with the with the latest, well, not latest, but like on the latest episodes we had of Minute Impossible for uh, Mission Impossible Three. How like JJ's like does this whole rabbit's foot thing, and I go, man, I am tired of these MacGuffin movies where it's just like it's this thing and it's super important and everybody wants it and everybody needs it and that's that's the entire you know gist of the movie that's what bugs me so much because you'll never get the answer you'll never get you'll never get a satisfying answer to those 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 little well, that, see that's the difference between if you're watching a good thriller type movie or a bad one yeah. in the good ones you don't care yeah you don't give a shit what the MacGuffin is if you're actually sitting there going like well what is it it, it really I, I need to know what it is then they're not you're right. not focused anywhere else, and here, Mission I'll, Impossible Three, yeah. you're going to definitely run into that. All right, well, I'll, I'll bring here. Heather's, here, I don't know, maybe this is a MacGuffin that's bugging me or not. I'm not certain, but I just watched Becky. It just came out on on rental, and it's about uh, her mom's dad. She's living with her. She's living with her father, and like she's still grieving. She's still an angry young girl, and essentially their 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 home is assaulted by neo Nazis, starring Kevin James. Kevin James is playing a neo Nazi in this. And he's got the swastika on the back of his head and everything. And he's playing a crazy villain, but he's looking for a key. And Becky has the key. And we never, and here's the spoiler we never find out what that key goes to. And I'm just like, how Kevin James talks, like this key's going to do something. And I'm like, I know you're a neo Nazi and I have nothing but hatred for you, but I gotta know, man. Like, you, you gotta tell me what's, what, what does this key open? Like, what neo-Nazi plan does this thing open, this key? We never find out. Well, but it's this, like, in, does, does the, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction bother you? No. No, because <laughs> the, the point is all the fun stories you have with these yeah. gangsters. And that's the thing, the thing is, you don't really care too much about the key. You just want to see Becky take out these neo-Nazis. And she <laughs> does. You know, squirt gun full of lighter fluid. She's burning guys. Taking fishing line and, and nail boards and hitting them with the head. It's very violent. It's a very violent movie. Uh... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's like it's very Home Alone if it was very rated R. That's a, that's a short <laughs> answer of it. So, yeah, I do get what I want out of the film. I just, that yeah, leaves you with that one hook of, like, I don't know what the key does. It's just it's not. But it's just that was just the MacGuffin of why Kevin James was at this house. He's looking for this key. Yeah, that does, that does make me want to tap out on shows where it's just like, well, you have to read all this other information. Nope. Like, the only time I can stomach that is, like, 
if you got like the Marvel series going on, where they're just taking it as read that you've seen the movies before this. Yeah. But like they make no bones about it of just like, well, yeah, if you go see Infinity War Part Two and you didn't see Part One, you're not gonna know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember that. Remember the one review that came out. The person's like, oh, they don't set anything up. I don't know what's going on. Um, dipshit. Did you see the other movies? Like, right. th- the that's other your fault. movies. Yeah, you should have figured. You could have figured it out then. <laughs> I still haven't showed my parents, and were I think we saw Infinity War, but I was like, I haven't showed them Endgame, and I'm like, it's a really long movie. I don't know if they have the patience for it. I don't want to. <laughs> it's like I don't. I just don't want to bother them with it. It's just like, <laughs> like trust me, it was fun. We all had fun watching it, and you could just imagine what would what happened. <laughs> it's a very long film, and a lot of a lot of superheroes fought. That's the end. I don't know. I try. I tried to even explain some of those movies to my parents. They're like, "Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care." <laughs> I can't. Like, I think. Yeah, my wife will go to those, but she's Star Wars is, her, is where she taps out. She's like, "Nope, no, I'm not going." It, mine has gone to the last couple Star Wars movies, and I complained about it on the way home. So, well, uh, that's even more fun. <laughs> All right, so that got us halfway through the minute. <laughs> I was waiting for you to tell me where we were. <laughs> oh, the last thing we got up to, we got up to just before he says the Ice Cube line, even though we referenced it earlier. Right. I mean, Ice, Ice Cube, as we say that now, like everybody like under the age of 30 is like, oh, uh, the guy that's in movies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Road Trip or something? I can't remember the movies he was in. Uh, he's in Road Trip, Barbershop. I this fight. <laughs> that was the one I liked. Well, I like a lot of stuff he's in, but it was it was the one he was in? It was Fist Fight, right, where he fights Charlie Day. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. I I remember seeing the previews for it. I'm like, this movie's gonna suck so bad, and <laughs> it probably should suck, except that it's Ice Cube and Charlie Day, and right. they make it work. Well, like Fridays, all them Friday movies, even though they, they they just kept doing them, they were all funny. Well, he got the line by Felicia. Yeah. My mother says that she doesn't even know what it's from. <laughs> <laughs> you should make a big story up about it. She's like, yeah. she's, she's saying something awful. <laughs> I just, I make up some huge, like, super racist backstory to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that to any of your friends, did you, mom? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're perpetuating slavery just by saying that. <laughs> he said he don't want advice from the hood. He should take advice from anywhere at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter what hood it comes from. He should be taking any advice yeah. he can get. Hooperx gave him the perfect relationship advice of. Oh, well, maybe what you heard isn't true. And then, even if it is true, what does it matter? That's it. That could right. like sol- that solves like three quarters of all relationship problems right there. If you just let it roll off your back. Yeah. Do you, do you think he's worried in the back uh, of Affleck's character is worried in the back of the head that like these guys may know her and like they might have their own stories and he doesn't want to like that's why he kind of is like trying to divert and like mention Barbara Streisand and stuff like the back of his head, he's like, if I mention it and they have some story of their own, it's really going to aggravate me. I think well, so, because uh, he knows they know they know Koei, right? Did he mention that? No, but the um, Banky bumped into him outside the Quick Stop. Oh shit, they were yeah, that like they bumped into Koei at the Quick Stop. These two idiots live at the Quick Stop. They have too many mutual friends. Right. Yeah. I think he thinks they know, and that's why he doesn't want to tell her who she is. Even if I mean, they uh, spoiler alert, they do end up like exactly knowing who it was but like they could have had a vague idea of who it was right which might have been bad enough especially if she has the reputation I don't, come on man tell me i'm people who know people <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a he's a little gossip girl he is yeah well i mean i guess your local drug dealers would know a lot of people right yeah. i mean they knew the convenience store they knew all those losers in there <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised no one at the diner approaches. I'm like, hey, you guys got something? Like, yeah, 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 meet us out back in 10 minutes. 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised. Like no, like skateboard kid walks by and he's like, "Yo, can you hook me up?" They're like, "Yeah, just, just we're finishing. We're working on something here." Yeah. Just <laughs> when the waitress, me. when the waitress first walked over, it seemed like she may have recognized him, and I thought that was going to happen, but it didn't. <laughs> I don't think she recognized them. I think she recognized the type of people they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm she's just happy like, they're uh, at least ordering something, but yeah, yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, please don't like, yeah, don't <laughs> just loiter and smoke." Yeah. Let me guess, well, coffee's for everybody, right? Yeah, and also, <laughs> oh, am I am I also going to probably get hit on? Yeah, probably, probably, <laughs> yeah. And is yeah. it going to be by the, the the guy, the one person at the table I want to hit on me? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy with the cool goatee. No, it's it's, it's the it's the fat guy, the back backwards baseball cap and the skull cap yeah. with the loud mouth. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I remember back in our day, we ordered coffee, but we we did have we had our pocket change. We ordered we always ordered a sandwich. We rarely like just went empty on coffees. But like I, I do remember that when she came over to our table and we were like, as soon as like the third person said coffee. She would just already like mentally know to like should she just bring the carafe and like a whole plate of mugs, yeah. And just you have and it was great and like we always tipped well for that because you just like she pretty much got the gist like yeah I'm just gonna leave this here and you know you guys can f off and I'll be back in like forty minutes. Yeah, this is what you do when you're not twenty one, or you're not and you're not like trying to you're not just drinking at somebody's house. This is like if you just want to hang out and it's a, like right. a weeknight. You're like, what else are you gonna do? Like, oh, well, guess we'll go go to the diner. It's the only place we can all meet. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, and I, and I ate like a pregnant woman. Like, I ate the weirdest combinations when I was a kid. I because like, there's, you know, no parents are there to like tell you what you can and can't eat. So I would like, I have like a milkshake, and then like, I go, you know what? I want, I want French onion soup. Like, just <laughs> fucking mix it and batch it. Like, I remember, I still think one of my best meals I've ever had was at a diner, and it was a rice pilaf and uh, and scallops over crab meat. And you go, whoa, seafood at a diner? But I still think about like how good that was because they like they cooked it in like a nice little like round circular aluminum tin with like the uh, with the, with the crab meat at the bottom and like three scallops on top. That sounds delicious. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> I, that's it. I still think about that. That think that that meal is probably like. 18 years old in my head, and I still think about that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's at least as a diner in Jersey, there is the possibility that that shit was in the ocean at least recently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I see people eating seafood, and they're like in Kansas, and I'm like, I, there's no way that that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how long that traveled to get here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, even if you're eating it here, it could have taken a couple days, and yeah. like the ocean is like a 45-minute drive. <laughs> yeah, you just, you gotta have like an old, trustworthy Greek or Mediterranean family running it, and then you're like, you know what, this is solid. This is solid. Oh, oh any place where they're all we're behind, you know. There's a person up at the window. It, this here's every diner, pretty much. You're going to go to uh, the person who's taking, who's at the cash register, is the hot young girl. That's who they put there. That's yep. the, yeah, that's the one. That's the owner's daughter or something like that. Yeah, and then there's like the one like middle aged guy who will might also talk to you. Who can he speaks? You know, he speaks pretty good English, maybe good English. He's got an accent. And though. then, but then there's an old man standing behind the line, just fucking screaming at people yeah. in another language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he don't know what the frig he's saying. That does he's, sound like every diner over here. He's just got like the white shirt on. He's probably got a towel over his shoulder, and he's just fucking screaming at people, even at waitresses who don't speak the language he's yelling. <laughs> That's the place you walk into. You're like, I'm gonna get some goddamn good food. In here. Yeah, the food's gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> food's gonna be good, and all the mirror. You have so many beveled mirrors everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is gonna go well. I, that's any place though. Like, if I call up and like people can barely speak English, I'm like, damn, this is gonna be good food. Probably not gonna be what I ordered, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I, 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 uh, 
I think some of the diners around me were they finally started. Like they actually weren't doing it for a while. They weren't doing pickup. I guess they were. I don't know if they were doing refurbishing or something. So it was, it was kind of a bum thing for a while that you couldn't even do pickup at some of these diners with the coronavirus. Uh, yeah, no, we we're all pickup. Yeah, the one I got like two that are kind of close to me. One has been doing pickup the whole time. Yeah, I got a couple that are doing pickup the whole time. Yeah, it's just weird to go in there, especially if you go in there when it's a rush. You go in there, there's like a dozen people in there. Everybody's just like standing all weirdly spaced no. away from each other. I'm like, it's sound like the Twilight Zone here. <laughs> I got two diners down by me, Jeff. They just opened a window at the back, and you drive up to the freaking window now. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, it works. It really does. It's easier, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say there's a diner near me. It's, this is New Jersey. There's a fucking, there's no, you can't <laughs> yeah. drive more than five miles yeah. and not run into a diner. God, I want to go back to the Sage Diner. That's what I really want. That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> We went there like I think like three weeks before the shutdown, man. And I had a I had a really good like brisket, uh, beef brisket like omelet. It was amazing. Like I asked, I lived in the south for a while, and I was like, well, where do you go if it's like one in the morning and you're drunk? Like, where do you go to eat? <laughs> yeah, where do you go? and they're like, well, you go to Waffle House, and I was like, go fuck yourself. Ugh. Like, no, <laughs> me and my I was wife. Like, we're Don't even way- say Waffle House in the same <laughs> sentence as diner. <laughs> Me and my wife are on our way to Florida, right? So we pull in. We're going to walk. I'm, I'm going to grab something to go in the car. So we go into this Waffle House. We walk in. We stop. There's there's not even a counter. Like, you have to sit down. So me and her turn around and walk out. Do you know the fucking lady at the counter chased us outside and said, where are you going? I said, we changed our mind. She said, why didn't you want to eat here? I said, I want to take out. She said, come back in. We'll give you takeout. I said, what am I going to stand in the middle of the floor and wait for takeout? She was so weird and pissed off that we walked out. It was crazy. <laughs> I'll never go back in another Waffle House again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, everyone's like, oh, I got a crazy Waffle store. I'm like, no, I can go my whole life and not have one. I really... I remember, like, my parents and I were, we were, I was young, I was a teenager, we were going down to Williamsburg, uh, you know, we were going to go to, like, the Colonial Williamsburg and all that, and, like, you know, Bush, Bush Gardens and stuff. I remember, like, we saw a, a Waffle House, and I was like, no, guys, like, let's just, like, avoid this. Like, there, there's no <laughs> way mom is going to like this, and, like, dad and I are going to have to, like, be patient with yeah. mom not handling this, so let's just, let's just keep going. We'll hit at McDonald's. It's I, we walked inside. It just doesn't feel comfortable in there. It's 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 odd. It's like almost trying to be a diner, but a fast food place at the same time. It's weird. Oh, you thought we were gonna get buried last minute. We're definitely gonna have some Waffle House defenders. Yeah, I know. Sorry, but I the Waffle House put a bad taste in my mouth when they chased me out of the building. They asked me why. <laughs> they put a bad taste in my mouth literally when I ate their <laughs> god awful food. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Like yeah, like I mean I don't. The, the best diners are the ones that give you that they give you this weird living room vibe where you're just like well you just you feel relaxed there and then, and even though and you're like yo I've eaten my meal and I can leave like you don't feel you don't feel rushed you feel like you're they make you comfortable to sit there whereas I've heard only the weirdest stories about Waffle House and it's just yeah. like it's, it's almost like a weird war story like oh man we should be dead but we didn't. We went to Waffle House. And we should be dead, but we didn't die. Isn't it crazy? And I'm like, you didn't have to do that, man. You could have went somewhere to. else. Yeah. So, I, I, you say that, Dave? But have you been in a diner where you actually feel like you're in the person's living room? Because that's weird too. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a really small one around by us, and um, it's in Maze Landing. And you go in, and it looks like they just converted a regular house into a restaurant. <laughs> And it's weird. And the, the owner walks around and talks to you and shit while you're sitting there. It's weird. I haven't been, I haven't been to diners like that, but I've been to like old Charlie Brown steakhouses that were like that. Oh, yeah? Where they were like, it was like three, it feels like three or four living rooms attached. Yeah, that's what this was. That's what this was. It was weird, too. And it was funny because everybody was ordering seafood and you guys were just talking about that. 
I just remember, yeah, I, I don't know where it was. It was somewhere in, like, Gloucester County. We went to a Charlie Brown's because they, like, had all-you-can-eat ribs. <laughs> one of the one, It's the one up the street from me. It's <laughs> still there, Jeff. It's not there anymore, right? The one in Woodbury is still there. Really? It's probably yeah. that one, yeah. I just remember, like, all-you-can-eat ribs. I just remember, like, the ribs just, like, didn't look great, but, like, my buddies were, like, okay with it. And they were getting, But the thing is, like, they would give you, like, they started you off with, like, six bones, and then they knock you down to, like, Three bones at a that. time, and they, they, they slowed shit. it down so much. And I got actually, I, I they had a they had a Oktoberfest special, so I was like, I'm just gonna get the, I was like, just give me the sauerkraut and like and, and German sausage, and like I'll just do and, and beets, like I'll just do that. Yeah, but then you got to sit there while everybody else got all you can eat, though. But I was I was fine. Like I was fine <laughs> with my meal. It was with my meal. Like I wasn't sitting them then where they're just having like they're like sitting kind of like give us the food, you know? I was uh, like, yeah. no, I'm eating. I'm full. I'm done. I'm just going to sit back and just drink a beer and watch you guys play. Watch you guys beg for food. Yeah. I'm good. I had, I had plenty of sausage and plenty of cabbage. I'm set. All right. I'm not even going to ask the question if anybody has anything else for this minute because I know no. for sure nobody does. No. And if you do, you can you can say it next minute where the exact same shit's happening. The exact same shit. We're still in the diner. We're still bitching. Wait, money. we weren't done talking about diners. Yeah. We're oh, well, you can talk about it next minute and all next week probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, why don't you do your plugs while Chris is wandering around? All right, while well, he's wandering. Uh, yeah, so I'm over at 5minutesofmystery.com, and uh, I'm covering Mystery Men. Uh, like a couple years ago, Sean and I wrapped up on uh, Groundhog Minute, where we covered Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing on other stuff. I guess, you know what, go over to uh, Minute Impossible. John likes to have me over because he likes me to scream about J.J. Abrams. So, you know, have that. You know, have fun with that when you're done. <laughs> we are the James Hyde Bob Minute. We're on DuelingGenre.com. I don't know. What do you want me to plug this week, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> you're so helpful. Hey, come listen to me on the Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast. Ha-ha. Well, See? Uh, was there a new one of them recently? Uh, I mean, within the last six months. There really has been one within like the last month, hasn't it? Well, they moved uh, networks now, so it's, right. it's Slycast and uh, uh, Going the Distance and Rocky Minute are all on the same yeah, I think, uh, feed I think, now. I think Slycast and Rocky Minute had the last episode around the same time, so yeah. like five years ago. All right. So. I think that's it. The real question is, what is the rabbit's foot? What is the rabbit's foot? <laughs>